You're listening to Catholic Chicago. Ahead, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Welcome to the Voice of Charity on this All Saints Day. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we extend a warm hello to all who are listening on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago, which is the account for the Archdiocese of Chicago. Like other Catholic dioceses in the United States, the Archdiocese of Chicago has established a coordinated Catholic response with Catholic charities, parishes, and other Catholic human service organizations to provide meaningful assistance to asylum seekers who have been arriving by busloads in Chicago in recent weeks. In many ways, this charitable effort is similar to those that have been done numerous times since the Archdiocese of Chicago was established in 1843. It's a significant hum, uh, human need was identified and communicated, and then we invite Catholics in our region to help relieve the suffering of our fellow human beings and provide essential resources to very vulnerable people among us. Here to discuss this new coordinated Catholic response is Ferry, Father Larry Dowling, PhD, who is chairman of this task force, deaner, dean of Deanery 3 in the Archdiocese and pastor of St. Agatha Parish. Father Larry also serves as board president for the ACTA Foundation, which promotes ongoing education for adult Catholics. And Father Larry is moderator for the Priests for Justice for Immigration Group. Father Larry has been very successful at local community organizing of efforts, criminal justice reform, restorative justice projects, and anti-violence initiatives throughout the Chicago area. Also joining us is Mary Lou Gonzalez, Catholic Charities Regional Director for the City Southwest Region and a longtime Catholic Charities leader. Mary Lou has been instrumental in working with Marie Jochum, Senior Director of Special Projects, and others to help Catholic Charities make a significant impact already in Chicago's efforts to assist asylum seekers arriving in Chicago this fall. Welcome, Father Larry and Mary Lou. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for being with us today. Mary Lou, can you please remind our audience how and when a new, a new wave of asylum seekers started arriving in Chicago this fall? Uh, absolutely. Um, the uh, asylum seekers actually, the buses began to arrive in uh, late August. Uh, and literally, we were present from the beginning. Catholic Charities was there from the beginning. However, those are the buses that were sent. Um, but people were starting to come probably in May and June. Uh, we began to see more of the asylum seekers appearing on church doorsteps and Catholic Charities offices, um, requesting assistance, whether it was food or other things. But definitely it has been a movement, and may call it that, that has begun since May, 
and continues to this day. And where are the majority of asylum seekers coming from, Mary Lou? And what kind of situations are they trying to flee in their homeland? They, the asylum seekers, the majority are coming from Venezuela. Um, others are coming from Nicaragua, El Salvador, not El Salvador, I'm sorry, um, Nicaragua and Colombia, and a few from Peru. We've seen a few from Peru. Um, what they're seeking is a better life. Um, they are coming in looking for employment, wanting to support their families, wanting to become sustainable and have some stabilization since they don't have that in their own home countries. Um, in Venezuela in particular, there is a lot of lack of health care, employment. Um, a person who, that they're working full time, by the end of the week, all they make is $15. Um, and that's not enough to sustain a family here let alone a family of three or four in Venezuela, where the lack of employment is growing as well. So that there is a flea to actually become stabilized and become, you know, like all of us want to become. Um, families of that are seeking a better home, better education, better communication, and to be able to practice their faith because that's a big piece of the freedom that we all sometimes take for granted. Absolutely, Mary Lou. And so I know the city of Chicago, you know, has been instrumental in leading these efforts. And the Archdiocese, as well as Catholic Charities, have been two of the human service organizations that have been trying to contribute, you know, our resources to that citywide effort. But Father Larry, uh, Cardinal Supich is now asking you to lead this task force to create a, a designated Catholic response, unite Catholic organizations um, in supporting the asylum seekers. Can you please share a little bit about what is going Going to be included in that Catholic response? Uh, sure. So we are looking at uh, a number of ways to to respond. Uh, you know, uh, Catholic Charity has done a, a remarkable job so far in, in accompanying you know those uh, and welcoming those coming to Chicago. We've had a number of priests and religious sisters and brothers and and lay people step up to uh, to assist in those uh, in uh, in that welcoming as well. Um, you know, a number of parishes have already started you know adopting families and and doing a number of other things. For the whole archdiocese, we're really, uh, you know, focusing on how can we support Catholic charities in, you know, in their efforts and and you know advise, if you will, from the fringes here, um, you know, from the from the parishes to, uh, you know, to to help Catholic charities uh, maximize what they're doing, but also, um, you know, to also ask um, what can we do at the parish level. So. We have had uh, an incredible number of people reaching out from our parishes asking and religious congregations asking you know what can we do and so the, the thought of this initiative is really to engage every catholic parish uh in the archdiocese of chicago in reaching out on this effort um, as a as a whole catholic response and that will involve you know uh, anything from family sponsorships to you know doing uh, you know collections of, of goods needed to you know identifying case managers uh, you know uh, social workers nurses uh, you know legal assistance you know uh, ESL programs those sorts of things to make sure that we have all the wraparound services necessary 
uh, especially the wraparound of, of human relationship and, and accompaniment uh, for those people uh, that are coming to Chicago. Uh, so overarching all of that effort is really our, our pastoral response. Uh, how do we how do we welcome, how do we embrace, uh, and how do we assist uh, those individuals to really who are trying to start new lives, who are fleeing extreme poverty, uh, who have come across, you know, uh, some very treacherous lands and very dangerous areas, um, you know, mothers and fathers who have have uh, are sacrificing a lot uh, to make their ways way here. You know, hopefully, this, you know, that any mother or father would do, you know, for their children uh, to uh, to to make a new life and to make a better life for them. And so is there a set period of time set for this, Father Larry, or is it just basically looking at the immediate needs over the next month or two and see what happens in the new year? So it really is an overall effort. To, it's it's to address the immediate, you know, um, you know, population that has uh, that has you know come to Chicago uh, over thirty five hundred. Uh, they're still coming, and uh, you know, and there we we expect people from other countries like Nicaragua, where you know the church has basically been uh, condemned uh, there, and so we expect a lot of uh, people fleeing Nicaragua as well uh, for their own safety, especially Catholics. And uh, so, and there's uh, other populations as well in Colombia and, and other places that we expect populations to come from. So, um, so short term, it is really uh, to um, develop a what we're calling a, a parish toolkit uh, and a way that a parish can develop a ministry uh, that essentially is about you know helping you know those currently seeking legally seeking asylum, but also to um, you know to open our hearts and minds to perhaps later on other populations in Chicago and so it's like you know, who have been abused um, yeah and so what and can others pe- from and those who are coming out of pra- a jail or prison you know to uh, to help them start new lives and so it's very multifaceted and, and it's uh probably long-ranging long-range looking right about establishing this kind of ministry within every parish across the archdiocese it is in a lot of ways. So again, the immediate thing, and, and the thing we are encouraging our parishioners and our pastors is to, um, you know, is to, you know, start a ministry around this effort, uh, and to, uh, you know, start, you know, help them to identify ways that they can help. You know, perhaps ways that you know suburban parishes can partner with, you know, parishes in the Hispanic community uh, to uh, to help adopt, uh, in, you know, families and, and you know those sorts of things. Um, and and also again to you know to, to approach this in the in the spirit of you know uh, it's what we're called to do as as Catholics to welcome the stranger uh, you know we believe Christ is present in everyone that is you know uh, crossing the borders of uh, you know this country and uh, you know as I often say crossing the borders of our consciousness uh, who are in need uh, who uh, you know if you know we are aware of their you know situations we are you know trying to respond. Uh, and uh, doing it, you know, um, out of faith, uh, doing it out of our hearts, uh, and doing it out of, great, out of a great compassion, which is the compassion of Christ. And so are the parishes going to be having a special collection um, this fall uh, to assist those financial efforts? Yes, yeah, so we started that effort uh, this past Sunday, um, you know, in our parishes to uh, have the, the pastors, the priests uh, speak to this uh, from the pulpit. Um, I'm praying that every pastor did that. Uh, and uh, if they didn't, that they would do that this weekend, which is the weekend, actual weekend of the collection of the uh, sacrificial offering. Um, you know, and just to, again, that encouragement that we give every Catholic in the archdiocese the, you know, uh, you know, I think it's the gift of 
giving something to those you know with greater need uh, in our in our city. So um, it really is, I think, an invitation from us as pastors, as priests, uh, to you know touch the hearts of our people and to you know say this is a population that is that is hurting, that has gone through a lot of trauma. Uh, and that uh, you know, that we need to respond to. And here's here are multiple ways you can do that. Uh, primarily this weekend through you know through prayer and through you know the offering that we're taking to support this work. You know you know with Catholic charities and and you know to help individual parishes that may not have the monetary resources uh, to adopt a family to to assist that as well. And so I know in, in the newspapers, Father, we, we hear, you know, some criticism that, that these poor suffering asylum seekers, you know, were moved from the Texas border and moved to other cities in the United States. But then other people say, well, that was necessary because the human service organizations on the tes- Texas border were just absolutely overwhelmed and couldn't handle and couldn't help people at all anymore. And so I guess I'd ask you to speak a little bit to, as you said, our Catholic response. We're supposed to look beyond all that, correct? And just look at these people in our midst right now who are suffering and need our help uh, no question in many in many ways it's it's both katie at both and it's um you know it is we've got to respond to the immediate need no question about it uh, you know and uh, and long term and it's probably beyond the purview of you know what you know any individual can do but we do need to look at you know uh, policies and things like that that are you know in the political environment that that is, you know, forcing people, you know, to to leave, you know, uh, to feel they have to leave their country, their homeland, where they grew up, uh, to come here. But the immediate need is obviously those who are here, those who are coming, and uh, we, we can't focus on those other issues, you know, um, you know. But but we have to kind of keep them in in our mind that you know we we, we want people to be able to stay in their homelands. We want people to be able to, you know, to thrive you know, where they live and where they were born and grew up. So, uh, but right now, right here and now, our response as the Catholic community is uh, to meet the needs of those who are with us and who are coming. Well, as uh, Father Larry and Mary Lou have said, uh, the Welcoming Center in Chicago has done an amazing job of setting a wonderful example of what parishes can do going forward. Um, We're going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity, and when we return, we're going to hear more about what's happening at these Welcoming Centers um, as the City of Chicago and the Archdiocese of Chicago and Catholic Charities uh, participate in welcoming asylum seekers uh, to our city. Please stay tuned. Catholic Charities Refugee Resettlement Program has been especially busy this year, assisting individuals and families who have fled dangerous situations in their homeland, including Afghanistan and the Ukraine. The Refugee Resettlement Team helps with everything they need to start to rebuild their lives in a new country, including housing, employment, clothing, food, English classes, and referrals for legal and immigration services. The refugees are tremendously grateful for the compassion and practical help they're receiving, and they're giving back and helping each other plan for a brighter, safer future. 
Volunteer opportunities are currently available for those who would like to be family mentors and tutors so children and adults can practice English. To learn more about these rewarding opportunities, call 312-655-7096. That's 312-655-7096. Forty-four for me teaching. When I started here, there were teachers here that had taught me when I was a student. Now I'm the old person. <laughs> right now, I teach junior high math. I love when kids find what I'm teaching to be fun and they get it. I see that light bulb go off and it's a thrill. People are always amazed. What? What? You're here for 44 years? It's hard for me to believe, frankly. <laughs> I love what I do. Every summer I think, oh, I miss the classroom. Even on the weekends, I think I can't wait to get back on Monday and teach those quadratic equations. <laughs> Shape the next generation of leaders. Teach. Apply today at artchicago.org slash schooljobs. Do you have an old bicycle that's not being used? Consider donating it to Catholic Charities Veterans Bike Project of Lake County. Skilled volunteers are refurbishing bicycles to make them safe and ready to be used by veterans to get to and from their new places of work. We also gratefully accept financial contributions that are used to purchase bike helmets and other safety accessories. Our veterans have faithfully served the United States and now it is our privilege to serve them. For more information on the Veterans Bike Project of Lake County, call 847-782-4219. That's 847-782-4219. to the Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman and today we're talking about the coordinated Catholic response that's being established by the Archdiocese of Chicago to assist asylum seekers who are arriving in Chicago in recent weeks and months, uh, and most of them from Venezuela, but uh, other uh, South American countries as well. And we're here establishing a Catholic response uh, in conjunction with other human service organizations and the city of Chicago. It's my great pleasure today to be here with Father Larry Dowling, who is uh, tapped by Cardinal Supich to be the chairman of the task force for this Catholic coordinated response and also Mary Lou Gonzalez who is Catholic Charities Regional Director for our city southwest region and so Mary Lou before the break we were talking about the wonderful welcoming center that has been the first point of contact with the asylum seekers uh, can you please uh, share with our audience a little bit about that welcoming center where is it at and what happens to the asylum seekers when they uh, get off the bus or when they just you know walk in on their own accord uh, seeking some assistance here in Chicago? Sure. Um, actually, there's now that we're in a different location, but we started at uh, the North Park Village, which is way up north. Um, it's off of Pulaski and Armour in that area. Um, and basically, it's a very large hall um, that, that provides locations for our Catholic Charities, 
the City of Chicago Department of Family and Services, um, and also the, the National Immigration Justice Center, so NIJC. Um, and we all have a role, a distinct role, but it's a role that we is incredibly important. One, it allows the migrant to come in and get us and basically be registered with the city so that they know they are they are here and the services that they require, which is food, clothing, housing, employment, basic needs. Um, and then Catholic Charities sees them and we do an assessment screening for them. And it's all done by bilingual staff on both sides. Um, and your, the images that you're putting up on this is great because that's part of the reality. So then once the assessment is done, then there's a grouping where there's about 10 or 15 of them that are put together in classroom style. And National Immigration Justice Center will do in a, a whole cadre of different information center services related to the next steps for the asylum seekers, you know, reporting to immigration, um, appearances in court, the process of being in asylum, making sure that their documentation is up in order. Because the other part that has to be reminded is that many of the asylum seekers, when they were put on the bus, many of them were going to different locations and not just Chicago. So that in itself is a process. Um, so if they are gonna stay now permanently in Chicago, immigration must be informed. So NIJC helps them, National Immigration Justice Center, helps them re-submit uh, um, their new address, which is Chicago's address. So that this way they are, you know, immigration is aware of their, where they are at and, and what needs to be done. The other role that is essential, that is a Catholic Charities role, is what we call out-migration. Um, and out-migration basically means is, you know, if there's a family of five or four and they have family member in, I'll say Georgia, because we've gotten Georgia, and they wanna go and stay with their family, we have a responsibility to send them there. Um, so we turn around and we will call the family member and indicate, do you know so-and-so? And are you willing to become responsible for this individual or this family? You know, and we will be sending them to you and you will be needing to pick them up at the airport. So we provide the passage in many ways, the safe passage uh, to actually be reunited with a family here in the United States. And that's in a critical, a critical role because as Father Larry mentioned earlier, they've already gone through so much. Um, you know, treacherous areas, walking through seven different countries, and, and many times witnessing many things that are, that I don't think any of us would want to witness. Um, so the whole process of the, the welcoming center is really or the, what we call the MARC, which is a multi-agency resource center, um, is really important to understand the importance of the accompaniment piece um, to walk with them in this new stage of their life and at the same time provide them with the safe passage throughout many of the resources that they're going to need. Um, as if they established themselves here in Chicago or if they established themselves someplace else. 
Well, it's wonderful because you're obviously taking a very individualized approach to meeting each asylum seeker, seeing where he or she or that family is at, and assisting in the most productive ways. Um, Father Larry, can I ask, as this as this coordinated Catholic response, you know, continues to become established, what would you like to see happen by Thanksgiving and by New Year's and by you know Easter of next year? What would you have some milestones you'd like to achieve by those by those uh, time markers? Uh, most definitely. The uh, obviously the most immediate thing is is the the offering to that will help us support um, you know perhaps establishing a uh, uh, a transitional housing site for uh, families who uh, you know again to give them a space to live in safe um, and uh, with uh, supportive services so that they can build a base you know employment and uh, you know all the different things that they might need in terms of counseling and other other types of things to be able to. Uh, then move into you know permanent housing and, and some self-sufficiency as well um you know the uh, the effort we we hope to have in in the hands of the parishes by mid-november uh this toolkit uh that uh will help uh, you know give a basis for forming this committee from a you know faith perspective uh, but also give very clear steps on here's what you need here's what you'll need to do uh to uh, you know to start this initiative and and these are the people that will help you, you know, from Catholic charities and other sources that will help you establish uh, that committee, assess what, you know, what uh, you can do and how to best use the resources that you're willing to uh, to offer. So um, those are those are really the, the main goals right now is to, uh, you know, to do that. And then, of course, you know, to continue to reach out to, you know, those who are, you know, those who are Spanish speakers in our parishes, you know, from, you know, for example, the Pastoral Migratoria group that, you know, uh, Elena Segura works with. Uh, and uh, you know, and other you know people who are willing to step up to, you know, just to provide that one-on-one support that you mentioned, Katie. To uh, you know, that's so important to uh, you know to accompany people. So those are those are the three main things. Is really kind of that overall pastoral blanket, if you will, uh, and then to uh, you know really you know kind of you know make sure that we're identifying resources that are able to look at you know uh, potential for doing some transitional housing uh, sites and. Uh, to do that parish response where there would be actual parish sponsorship and adoption of, uh, of families and individuals. And so we invite everyone in our audience who wants to learn more about helping the asylum seekers. Um, you can uh, f- uh, follow the developments of the Coordinated Catholic Response on the website of the Archdiocese of Chicago, archchicago.org, or of course, your own parish website and your own parish office, because so much of this is uh, going to be communicated through the pastors and through the uh, parish offices with this new toolkit that Father Larry mentions. So we invite everybody to please uh, get involved, please help our neighbors in need, and, and uh, Father Larry you know, on this All Saints Day, you know, can we ask you to, to share a blessing with our audience and and uh, also, you know, a reminder to all of us, like my Mother Teresa said, that we're supposed to see the face of Christ and, and everybody we encounter every day, the asylum seekers and really anybody that, that uh, we meet along the day, the, the each day, correct? Absolutely, absolutely. And I'll say one final word before I pray, just real quick. So um, uh, any, one of the, any one of our, you know, listeners can go to uh, catholiccharities.net uh, and uh, you will see a welcome to strangers. You can click on and go and make your, uh, you know, uh, sacrificial offering. Uh, this was a great reminder for me this morning because I went on and, and you know, and and uh, signed up to give forty dollars a month to this effort. You know, uh, you know. So I encourage others to do that as well. Okay, including my brother priests. So let us pray. Good and gracious God, we thank you for. Uh, you know, just all the efforts that are going into this. We, Lord, we ask you most importantly to bless the families that 
you know, are are seeking to, you know, build new lives in 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 this country of welcome, in this country uh, that uh, was built on on the essence of you know of supporting you know all who you know seek to to build new lives. Uh, we ask you to bless us, bless the entire Catholic community, bless Catholic charities, uh, bless all of those who are instrumental in in the welcoming, in in the care, in you know, the wraparound of you know, of arms and embraces and and services that you know continue to support these individuals and help every one of us, uh, Lord, to just every day open our heart uh, and and minds to recognize that that it is you who you know. Uh, you know, are these individuals, you who ask us to reach out, uh, you who ask us to, you know, to lift up the poor and to use every resource we can to help those who you know, have much greater need than any of us do. Lord, bless us and strengthen us. And on this All Saints Day, uh, we ask the uh, intercession of all the saints in heaven on these efforts as well. And we ask all of this through Christ our Lord. Amen. 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 Thank you so much, Father, and thank you, Mary Lou, as well, for being on the show today. May God bless your efforts on behalf of all of our neighbors in need. Thanks, Katie. Thank, thank you. you Katie. Again, turn to CatholicCharities.net for more information on all, many ways to help the asylum seekers. And we invite you back again next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Breedeman, and we thank you for tuning in and believing in the mission of Catholic Charities.